Ladies and gents, welcome to Next Level Radio. I am your host, Colby Wartman, and our mission is to tackle the biggest questions in strength and conditioning, business, investing, and everything in between. We bring to you the best people in every sector so that you, the listener, can benefit and learn from the best in the biz. Whether that is S&C or business, you can rest assured you're getting the best knowledge available. Having trained athletes for many, many years, we have tried every treadmill known to man. You name it, we've tried it. With these treadmills, there's always been a disconnect, something missing for our athletic performance, something that just does not correlate to athletic success on the field until we tried our Trueform runners. Trueform for over 10 years has been elevating the performance of pro athletes, college athletes, recreational runners, and everyday athletes alike. You can check out Trueform treadmills at trueformrunner.com, and we thank Trueform for being an exclusive sponsor of Next Level Radio. All right, it's time we all grow up a little bit. Ditch the pre-workout. It's not 2007 anymore, and it's nothing like Jack 3D. Ditch the shaker. You're not four years old, and you don't need a bottle anymore. And get yourself the best dippable pre-workout on the market. Each pouch is patriotically packed with 300 milligrams of caffeine and vitamins because shaker bottles suck. Send It Sups is the -the on-the-go solution for athletes, LEOs, firefighters, door kickers, and everybody in between. Head over to SendItSups.com to get the best dippable pre-workout on the market And we thank Send It Sups for being a sponsor of Next Level Radio. Next Level Radio continues to grow because of our listeners and our sponsors. Today we present you, Fat Fish Brewing, the official beer of Next Level Radio. Whether you're looking for a night out with family or smashing the best craft beers in the area, you will find it all at Fat Fish Brewing. Check out Fat Fish on Village Street in Dickinson or check them out on their website at fatfishbrewing.com. Life has an amazing way of coming full circle and bringing to you the people that you need in your life at that time. As a young whippersnapper, four monsters deep, just excited to tackle the day, I'm headed to my first strength and conditioning conference and I hear about a company called Team Builder. Multiple coaches with experience with TeamBuilder and other platforms said the exact same thing. They said that you can get very similar products across different platforms. However, the thing that truly sets aside TeamBuilder and puts their product above anybody else's is their true and genuine customer service. As a customer for many years, both at the university setting and the private facility, I can tell you, Team Builder's customer service is absolutely second to none. Late night emails, programming issues, emergencies on my end are all resolved very, very quickly. So join the thousands of universities and private facilities that use Team Builder to elevate their businesses by going to teambuilder.com, click start my free trial and use code NLT at checkout. Our next sponsor, Nutridyne, a medical supplement company aimed at enhancing performance and addressing the underlying issues of disease. You will be hard-pressed to find the quality that you'll find at Nutridyne. 
listeners of this podcast get 20% off all supplements. Just go to at coach underscore Wartman and click the Nutridyne link in our bio. Keep up with us on Instagram at coach underscore Wartman on our website, nl-training.com or keep up with us on the next episode of Next Level Radio. Now sit back, relax, and take in the mind-melting knowledge of this episode. Welcome everybody to Next Level Radio. This is going to be number 105 and uh, I got a really, a really cool outside-the-box guest today that we've been uh, very glad to, I got to introduce myself to you and uh, I'm glad that I'm able to learn. You, you've done some cool things that I really want to do. And uh, I look up to you and what you do and what you've built. And so uh, we talk about business. We talk about addiction. I went through 10 years of opiate addiction, a lot of shit. And uh, this is some of the cool stuff, just kind of building an empire from the ground up and kind of life as we go through it. So uh, I want to introduce everybody to Bryce Kephart, um, owner of KEI, right? And uh, does a lot of real estate, does a lot of general contracting, flipping, rentals, um, really does it all. So I'll have you introduce yourself quick and uh, we'll start talking shop from there, man. Yeah. um, Bryce Kephart grew up in uh, California, came out here. I've been out here since uh, 17. So going on uh, about five years now or so, but yeah. Um, just what you said that's kind of what i do you know i'm basically in the real estate market flips rentals all that good stuff so yeah yeah got some time under my belt i kind of grew up i grew up in it and around it Mm -hmm. and uh so that's kind of where i learned uh from my my grandfather he actually has quite a few rentals um so just growing up and seeing it you know um is kind of where I guess I never really got help with anything, but what I did do is I, I seen everything that he did and I definitely learned from it. And so it was, he, was he, uh, specifically in California? Yep. Mostly. Cool. Cool. Yep. A lot of residential. Yep. Yeah. 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 Man, I, I think I, we have a very similar story. My grandmother, uh, out of Montana before Livingston, Bozeman, Missoula all blew up. Yep. Her and my grandfather, uh, built an empire there. Um, total of, I think at the top of it was like 56 units, 58 units, something like that. Right. Um, but like commercial owns the Albertsons lots, the subways, Dairy Queens, all that. Um, yeah. And then got into apartment buildings. Yeah. Um, and I heard, I mean, you're doing a lot of work for like uh, maintenance and all that stuff for uh, apartment yeah. buildings, Falcon Heights and all that. So, yeah, we do a lot of that, um, you know, for larger complexes around Dickinson and actually all over uh, North Dakota. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I, it, it's really cool, man. I think, uh, I think we have a lot to learn from that older generation and then also oh, yeah, kind of making sure. it our own too, you know? Definitely. Uh, Agree a hundred percent. Yeah. And I feel like I'm like five to 10 years trying to build what you've built. I'm five to 10 years behind. You know what I'm saying? I'm just starting that process. And so it's really cool to like learn and get to know kind of the industry a little bit. Um, I, uh, I just have a couple rental properties, do things like that. Uh, provide some capitals for some people if they want to get into something. But right. um, besides your grandfather, so you 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 grew up and lived most of your life in California then? Yep. Yeah. So yep. what was the what was the pull to North Dakota family? Um, so I came out here, um, well, I originally went to Oklahoma first. Mm. And uh, what I did is 
I got into a couple of properties out there and um, I started the real estate side of like the rental properties and stuff like that. I started out there mainly and then seen a good market out here as far as the oil, oil and gas industry and, you know, what it brought in. So then we we moved, we made the transition out here to Dickinson, North Dakota. And that's when we started pulling in and acquiring all the assets out here. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So you just started with just a couple uh, residential yeah. stuff in Oklahoma? Yeah. I started, I started like that and, uh, you know, went and did the work myself. Because, like I said, this, this goes back to being young and growing up in it and around it, right? So yeah. I'm, uh, you know, remodeling properties at 13 years old or whatever with my dad <laughs> and my grandpa, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that helped out a lot. So I've been in the industry for a, a long time, mm-hmm. you know? And, um, so once we, once we moved out here, kind of sold off everything out in Oklahoma mm-hmm. and just focused on, you know, acquiring assets out here. Yeah. And estate. kind of that snowball effect, everybody, when you get into real estate, that's what you have, uh, helping you, pushing you from the back, like just start rolling over properties, selling yeah. properties, getting equity and just kind of keep on going. I, I always tell people I run a, a program to kind of get people uh, acclimated just to even start thinking about real estate. Yeah. And, uh, I tell them, I'm like, you need to start a snowball. If that's first thing you do, you, you get a roommate and you house hack. Perfect. Yeah. yeah that's a good one. Then you buy a duplex. Yeah. Then you just keep on going, you know? Oh yeah, for and sure. So I think that's what you did. We yeah. both learned from somebody that was way better than, at what we were doing than, uh, we were. Oh yeah. So, uh, it's really cool to see. And, uh, what was the extent of your grandfather's, uh, real estate? Did he do that the rest of his life? Yeah, he's still doing it. boy. Yeah, he's uh, 89, and, he, you know, he still goes to the office. Like, he's in yep. the office every day, even Saturdays. I call him. I usually talk to him on Saturdays. Yep. I try to get a hold of him, and we, we keep in touch. But, you know, I mean, at one time he had acquired 500 doors. So, Wow. I mean, he, he you know, he big did. Big time. It. Yeah. Yeah, big time. Yeah. That's, so, I mean, that's and awesome. that's, that's – uh, you know, you look up to stuff like that. You know what I mean? So with that being said, you know, I mean, it being able to see kind of how his setup was and that kind of helped me, it really helped me out a lot Yeah. in, in doing what I do. You know, mm-hmm. the only thing different is, um, you know, I guess the general contracting and the residential and commercial building all came along with it. I, I want to say uh. it, it literally came with it. Like people seen our work, seen what we did. And then we started getting calls to, hey. That was one of my questions. Like, how do you roll into that? That's exactly how. We didn't eat, It just came to us. Really? Yes. So it's, you were just starting, like, hey, rental see. properties and then work and people saw it and it took off. Yep. Interesting. Yep. And flips, you know, a yep. couple uh, flips that I did, people see them and they were just like. I got to have this. Yeah. We want your work. Come, come. Come do our property. That's sweet. Come dude. renovate for us. Yeah, and then so. that snowballed into uh, maintenance, snow removal, just everything. Yeah. Now, uh, yeah, we're we've got snow removal divisions. We got maintenance divisions. We're kicking off into the oil and gas industry. Mm. You know, with uh, roustabout division. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's Hot how shots, it. all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's uh. So I, we're very diverse. You know, as a company, we're super diverse, and we specialize. And whatever we do, we take pride in, we specialize in it. You know what I mean? And you get the best people to do that work. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can't can't do it all the time. Exactly. Um, I was at the ground floor a couple years after they started. Um, I was good friends with the guys that owned and operated and built 
Pathfinder. Nice. Almost the same thing. Yep. They're not in the real estate per se. Maybe they're their buildings. Right. Um, but they just started and snowballed from there, man. Um, mm-hmm. It. Uh, they built into Roustabout. They built into. Uh, I was weed spraying. For nice. Them, is nice. The, the the weed spraying stuff? Yep. I mean, super easy. You can. Don't have to freaking have a brain cell in your head to do it. Right. And uh, they did the same thing. And I think it, it comes more naturally. That was actually one of my questions I had written down. Like, how the hell did you get from point A to point B? Yeah. It was just word of mouth. You word know? of mouth is a lot of it. Yep. Yeah. I don't know if you feel this because you were, wh- how old were you when you left California? Uh, I was uh, about 20. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. You, you got a good gist of how it was. Um, I came from small town Wyoming, having exposure to California. Okay. But... Dickinson's, I don't know, I want your opinion, but Dickinson's like a different community, man. Like there's, it, it's a very giving community. Yes. Um, there's very successful people that want other people's success is how I, how I put it. Like yeah. there's so many opportunities. Do you feel that too? Oh, like, yeah. it, I so, mean, with there, everything. Yeah, definitely. There's so much opportunity out here. And so when I came out here, you know, I kind of paved the way for like my whole family. You know, my sisters are here. My uh, brother-in-laws are here now, you know, very cool. my mom came out here. So with that being said, you know, and and you can see all the opportunity around, you know. I mean, and I guess that's anywhere you go as long as you're 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 gonna get it. Yep, and you know? talking to the right people and, and yeah, so networking stuff yeah. like that kind of makes uh, it's a, kind of a big deal. But um, you know, with per se the oil and gas industry, it brings a lot of other uh, aspects to the table. You know what I mean? Yep. So yep, a lot. I mean it. it Dickinson's done a good job in the past that we were just solely oil and gas, like, hey, this is what we're built on. And I think in the last couple, I mean, we've seen ups and we've seen downs. They've tried to do a good job of getting an economy outside of it. Yeah. And they've done a good job, I think. Super good job. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, we can we can capitalize off that money. I mean, yep. every business does you do, I do, uh, colleges do. Um, but we need to build something outside of it. Yeah. So I think we're slowly progressing towards that. You yeah. Know I mean, you can see that with, uh, just with everything that's going on, even with the new town square that they're building, you know, yeah. Uh, market press that the out market, there. Yeah. And yep. So yep. that's, that's going to bring a lot of different, um, it's just going to bring a lot of different people into yeah. different communities. I feel like that's going to help a lot with the growth of Dickinson. Yeah. Yeah. And we've had sometimes the mall get brought up and all that stuff with new developments there. I think it's, it's, it's going well, man. It's going well. Yeah, I agree. hundred percent. Yeah. So you came out from California, but we, we were talking a little bit about it. I have a little bit of a background in motocross, not nothing, not nothing near as what you do, but, uh, you grew up around some heavy hitters uh, yeah. back in the day. So yeah. uh, get us through your, your motocross career. And then obviously for people that don't know, you got kids that are freaking studs that ride bikes all the time too. So, yeah. So I grew up, like I said, in, in California and uh, we rode a lot. It's Baco Troops Division Two of the Metal Militia. You know, I kind of grew up around them, yeah. rode with all them boys, um, kind of, you know, got to see the lifestyle and, stuff like that and growing up and it was actually it was great because not a lot of people get to experience that yeah you know um so as far as you know riding professionally i kind of pulled away from it just because i had started a family yeah and i did couldn't it's a hard lifestyle and and the shows you know they just don't pay enough mm-hmm. you know what i mean it, at the beginning, yeah. you know, unless you were to push through it and pull sponsors and all that good stuff. 
um, which we did a little bit of, but, yeah. you know, yeah. and so, you know, fast forward, I'm in business, do the real estate thing. I, my kids ride too. They race motocross. So yeah. I focus on them a lot now they're racing. So mm -hmm. that's sweet, man. It's bringing it's them up in it is, is means a lot to me. Yeah. So. It's gratifying, dude. Yeah. You get to kind of pass on a passion of yours. Obviously it was a passion at some point, you know, yeah. yep. um, and still is. So, I mean, when you you throw around the metal militia crew, I mean, kit, people, men our age, when you throw that name around, you know how much weight it carries. Yeah. Nowadays, it's like pe kids probably don't even know who that is. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I know your kids do. Yeah, my <laughs> kids know who they are. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, they've kind of faded out a little bit, but, yeah. you know, they're still riding. They still got guys in the X Games and mm -hmm. stuff like that. So. Yeah, because they, they took over the scene at oh, our age dude yeah big time it was them yeah it, and that's that's why you know a lot of people looked up to them and and that's why they did what they did yeah you know? yep so it, it was, I mean, we, it was we got we got a few videos out there and stuff like that on youtube and yeah so very cool dude very it, cool. it was it was awesome to grow up in that and not a lot of people could say that you know what i mean no so i've I'm, never i'm happy to be a part of it yeah, i've never met anybody like that and i didn't even know that about you i just knew yeah. that the kids were in motocross man um yeah. it's uh it's cool to see everybody's life experiences my goal is to be the dumbest person in the room when we have these podcasts and it's really cool just to just to progress and learn oh, um, yeah, for sure definitely and i'm very amazed with what you've done with Kephart and uh your your business as a whole so like as it stands today you have all these different divisions all these different things yep. um how many employees about are you running uh we're, we're at about six but yep. um you know a lot of our work is subbed out too you know i mean i have experts well you just said it you were using all these different contractors and yeah yeah, yeah i mean I, I um and we do that we have a good uh rapport with different you know companies in the community we, we utilize a lot of them because a lot of the stuff we aren't able to get to or you know so that's why i do that yeah um and it and it helps other companies to expand and grow and mm -hmm. you know so we're we're really good about that yeah yeah so what is your is your real estate side the biggest division you got i mean yeah it's, per se well it's it's all kind of together it's yeah like, yeah it, it's all kind of together but um you know uh yeah i guess you could say that yeah 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 so it's kind of what everybody knows us a lot of us for is for the real estate well yeah um you know. nine months ago ten months ago when i was just uh just trying to reach out to people and learn um yeah. you came up on the real estate side yeah. um somebody mentioned your name uh one of my clients mentioned your name word of mouth again yep. um and so i just reached out and uh I'm, I'm glad i did and so when in your business um i know it fluctuates all the time but you're focusing on flips rentals all that how many rentals do you guys usually carry uh you know we keep it right around we're a handful yeah. usually and then yeah. you know we acquire one a year mm -hmm. so that's that's what i do you know um and then flips, you know, we yeah. try to do at least one or two a year. Yeah, that's what you had mentioned, one or two a year. Yeah. I think you have you have one that you're selling right now? Yeah. We, yeah. Yep, actually, you know, we just pulled an inspection on it yesterday. Oh, good. Um, actually going to go over there a little bit later today and just double check some stuff. But, yeah, we, we should be closing on that this week. So. Good, good, man. Pretty exciting. It look, You guys did a good job on that one. If yeah. I think I'm at the same one. Um, it's uh, flips I've never got into. Um, 
but I think it's something that you could do in any economy. I mean, you're, you're really, you're trying to turn and burn and provide a value to somebody, you know right. what I'm saying? At, at, a, at, uh, so that they can have a value. Um, oh, yeah, definitely right now with what we're going through. Uh, how old are you now? I'm 24, 24 or 23. Sorry. This, really? Next year I'll be 24 or 34. I'm sorry. Holy fuck. I was like <laughs> 24, <I> thought, <laughs> 34. Holy next shit. year I'll be 34. <laughs> okay. Okay. I was like, no shit. I what thought, the? I thought you were my age or a little bit older. Yeah, like, no. Oh shit. Okay. I'm 33 next year. I'll be 34. perfect. Perfect. Um, <laughs> threw me damn. for a loop there. You threw me for a loop. Um, <laughs> you, so you've gone through, um, you're just a couple years older than I am. Um, You've gone through a little bit. You're probably still younger, but a little bit of 08, what happened then. Yeah. What we're going through right now, I don't think it's the same. I really don't. What are you guys focusing on in today's economy? So, so. On the real estate side. Yeah, on the real estate side. There's no, I don't even think there's a comparison. No. If you ask me, you know, there's two, there's two trillion in real estate in 08, mm-hmm. you know, there's nothing even close to that right now. Um. You know, buy and hold assets or what's... Get out of cash. Yeah. The, the buy and hold assets is what's going to get you where you need to be. Yeah. In the long run. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, Whoever is going to start in real estate investing, that's what they need to focus on. Sure, quicks are, or flips are quick money. You know, a great way to get your name out. And snowball a little bit. Yep, yeah. Yep. But um, if, if you can hold out and... Everything good comes in time. You know what I mean? And that's basically what it boils down to. Is yeah. You just got to stick with it, you know, and let time do its thing. Mm-hmm. And, and, and do, re- the, do the work, too. Yeah, and real estate's it. probably the best example of that. I mean, yeah. it's the best example. Yeah, I, sure, I, I, Man, there's so much shit. There's so many statistics. There's so much everything that's going on. But I look at it in a couple simple ways. With... Interest rates don't freak out somebody like you or me as much as they do a residential buyer buying their primary residence. They're like, I don't want to pay that. You know, it doesn't freak us out as much because one, you could refinance Two, we're having somebody in that property actually utilizing it. Yeah. How I look at it is there is a shitload of people that have 3% interest rates. There's a shitload of people that have 2% interest rates. They're going to, they're going to hold on to their homes. And uh, we're not going to see the bottom fall out of this thing. Yeah. That's my that's my opinion. Yeah. Um, we're just not going to see this bottom fall out. Demand's going to go up because there's not going to be a ton on the market. Prices are going to inflate. That's my opinion. Um, I talked to my grandmother. She went through 08 with both commercial and residential. And uh, I asked her because I was looking at a property. I, I gave her the numbers, ran her through it. And uh, I asked her, how'd your commercial do? How'd your residential do? And she said, my commercial took a little bit of a hit, but we're not selling, so it doesn't matter. We yep. still got our mortgages paid for. It inflated over time. Yep. She said, a residential in 08, because interest rates were high and people didn't want to buy. She's like, our residential went through the freaking roof. Yep. People, if the interest rates are high, people are going to rent more often. Yeah. And your situation, my situation on a much, much smaller scale, people need to rent. Yeah. And so that's where it's at. And I told her all the numbers and I said, what do you think? What, what do you think in this economy? And she pauses. She's like, what's the fucking problem? Buy the house. Like, yeah. what's the problem? You know? Yeah. So she, uh, she looks at it she, from a, yeah, she's I an like OG. That. She's an OG. <laughs> and there was just a pause on that's the call. Awesome. And I'm like, all right, perfect. I was yeah. looking for her to walk me off the ledge, but she walked me on it. So it yeah. was it was yeah, cool to see. that's awesome, dude. That's I love hearing stuff like that. I know. And it's it, like don't 
just go get it, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. You know what the outcome's going to be, you yep. know, so. Exactly. And if you're if you're looking even a couple years, five, ten years, can you, I don't know if you can go wrong. I mean, you, obviously, you need to bake it into your deal and make sure your deal's right, but. Yeah. It, again, you get back to uh, just acquiring assets because uh, cash is hard right now. We yeah. need to uh, make sure we're doing that. Yep. So. Definitely, uh, 100%, I agree. Yeah, man. Back to your business a little bit. What. From the ground up, um, when you moved out here, what was the what was the single hardest thing to do as you were building from the ground up to where you're at now? Um, keeping keeping guys, I guess. Just gonna say that keeping good, you know, employees, keeping good help, uh, you know, because I don't do everything on my own. I got a great team behind me. I got attorneys. I got yeah. I got um. Title companies, I have agents, contractors, you know. So it's it's a huge web of people that I utilize, you know, that we work together. We're not it's not just me, you know what I mean? It's it's all of us. We all put in our part. Yeah. So uh a lot of it was networking and and falling into those right grooves of people, you know. Um and meeting new people, you know. Over time. Yep. So I guess, but from the business aspect, I would say that the most, the hardest part, just because we weren't big and established as of yet, you know, is, um, finding good, good help and good guys that are, that are skilled in what they do to be able to come on and bring value to the company as a whole. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think I asked, I asked every big business owner and I consider you a big business owner. Um, I ask every business owner that, and every single time it comes back to employees of some sort, whether that's, um, whether that's hiring and keeping, or if that's delegating tasks. And for me, that's where I struggle. I struggle bad with the delegation because I'm trying, I, like I said, I'm five to 10, 15 years behind you. I'm at the point now where like I've hit this workload and I need to just start delegating, and it's hard for me. Yeah, because Super you, hard. Yeah, that's definitely hard because you kind of almost, you almost, you know, you almost have to get somebody in there that's just like you or ready to take on all your tasks that you do, yep. and you're not fully comfortable yet dispersing that. Mm-hmm. So, no, I feel you, dude, for sure. And taking pride, <clears throat> especially like yours, your, yours has your name on it, yep. you know? Yep. Somebody taking pride in Kephart Estates or KEI, like yep. – they have to have enough pride and it's hard to find an employee that's going to want to do that, you know? Yep, um, definitely. Um, but it comes with time though. Yeah. You know, uh, the right people fall in in time. Yeah. So you pretty much, you looked at your strong suits, the things that you're the best in the world at, and you kept hold on to those delegate, those tasks. And then you kind of just delegated the stuff you didn't have time for. Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much how it went. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty much how you have to do it because um, if you don't, then you end up just getting overloaded, right? And you're just like, it becomes a lot, you know, yeah. after time goes on. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it comes to a point where you just, you almost have to, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So Building a big business, um, I, I, I have my little humble abode and uh, – I've struggled with it in the past, but I always like asking this question too. You're a family man. You have kids. Um, I had my, since the last time we had talked, I had my first newborn and uh, it's the best thing in the world. Uh, But 
that that uh, that business and life aspect, and I have a little bit of a different perspective on it. Um, everybody's like, you have to balance it. You can't take work home. You got to do this. And I have this aspect of like, if I can healthily intertwine my family into my business, mm-hmm. and it's it's a healthy relationship, I I seem to have a lot better equilibrium in my life. Um, how has that balance been for you? Well, that. You know, in your case, that probably helps you with your mentality. It probably helps you feel better about the situation. It does. Right? Mm-hmm. So, um, however, <clears throat> my point of view on it, um, I guess it's not as balanced as it should be. Yeah. I'm not going to lie about that. Yeah. You Same know? here. Um, I, I mean, sometimes I'm working late, you know, 8, 9, 10 at night mm-hmm. at the office or whatever, but... You know, it kind of comes with it. So, mm-hmm. with that being said, um, you know, and that's why we do stuff like the motocross and stuff. Because in the wintertime, it's crunch time. Yep. You know, I, I don't know. A lot of people say, oh, well, summertime's you know, their busiest time. Well, we're busy 100% all the way year-round, which is great. Super blessed, right? But the wintertime's super busy for us as well. You're acquiring assets. Yeah. You're getting that. And yep. Then, yep. Definitely. So, with the wintertime being as busy as it is... I take I try to take the summertime to kind of slow down a little bit, good, and pull back and go out and do that family stuff, camping, you know, vacation stuff like that. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So, but um, as far as balancing it, you know, um, everybody works a lot. Everybody, mm-hmm. well, some people do, yeah. I guess. You know, <laughs> today's day but, and age is different. <laughs> yeah, it's a little different, but um, as far as balancing it, I think I think I do pretty well you know i'm usually home by like five six seven every night you know i'm i'm healthy i go to the gym three Mm -hmm. times a week and my kids go with me that's huge you know so you get to teach them that that's that's something that i've uh i can't wait to do with my little ones there like just instill the instill the the philosophy of strength dude yeah definitely it's it's legit i uh I think, do you have a problem, and most people do, do you have, like, a problem because you enjoy the shit out of what you do, so it makes it easy for us to work long hours and do all that? Do you have a hard time, whether it's vacation or just taking a little bit of time off, do you have a hard time shutting off? Yeah, like, it's it's definitely difficult. Yeah. You know, I mean, and, and I almost can't Yeah. to an aspect, you know what I mean? I, I almost feel like I always have to be doing something yeah. at work. Or you get that, you have that feeling, you're like, oh, you know. Somebody else is doing it. And I think that's just overall uh, anybody who's a go-getter, who's in this in the business life, or who does what what we do is gonna feel like that. Yeah, you know. Yep. But yeah, definitely hard to shut off. Um, and like I said, almost sometimes you you almost can't. Yeah, so. I, I feel the same way. Like if I'm not doing something directly correlated, I'm making content or yep. I'm marketing or doing something, and it just. Definitely. Um, it, it is tough, dude. It is super tough. I uh, agree, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. But I think, I think that's it, it. Comes along with the gig. If, if I'm being honest, it yeah. just comes along with it. So, um, part of it. It is. It is. So, uh, in this type of economy, just trying to acquire assets, do your thing. Nothing. You're doing business as usual, right? Pretty much. I mean, pretty much. Just just heading forward. Good. Yeah. And that's that's kind of where we're at. Um, and. Uh, so a big thing that I like to ask every guest at the end, uh, and I think it's a, something that you can really stew on, um, but we, we, we build all this stuff. At some point, KEI, whether it's the same name or not, 
you're going to be handing off that those keys to the kingdom at some point. You're going to sell it. You're going to give it to your kids. They're going to reap the benefits of learning from you first and foremost, but not just getting something handed to them, but like, this is the hard work. They've seen it. This is the fucking hard work that got me there. Yeah. Um, when you pass, when you're, when we're, when we're gone, um, what is the legacy? What do you want your kids to say about you? Um, so, you know, when I pass away, you know, I, I'm setting the kids up in my family for longevity, you know, yep. they're going to be able to, they're going to, they're going to grow up. They are growing up in the business. They're learning stuff. Yeah. You know, they're learning how to do deals, transactions, different business variations. So, um, they're going to be able to take that with them the rest of their lives. You know what I mean? I, I'm not the guy that wants to hand everything down yeah. for, you know, for, for free, no hard work put in or for free, you know? So they're definitely going to work for it. And, um, you know, it's, it's simple. Um, it's simple because it, going back to like my grandfather, the legacy that he left. I was behind, just going to bring that up, you know, and, and it's kind of, it's kind of rolling over in generations, you know what I mean? And I just, for us to be able to keep that going is, it's great. It's cool. Yeah, it's, it's way it's, bigger than ourselves, man. Yeah. It's just super, it's such a blessing. Mm -hmm. Cause if so. you wouldn't have done it, um, I mean, there's probably somebody else in your family that has, but, uh, if you wouldn't have done it, where's that legacy going to go from your grandfather? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's a lot bigger. It, it says KEI, but it's so much deeper than that. It's really cool, man. Um, my big thing is just being able to, uh, instill that work to instill that just, uh, Mamba mentality, just pushing forward, you know, uh, hopefully that's something that we can do. And, um, again, it, the hardest thing, and I think it's cool. We talked about the inner relationship between family and business and you're doing a really cool job. When I went out and met you the first time, like those kids are buzzing around they're in there, you're having them grab shit. You're, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. They're seeing the day in day out. So like, yeah. it's much different than a trust fund, baby. Yeah. Hey, here's your, here's your money. Go blow it. Um, yeah, definitely. yeah turn it into a Steve-O or something, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> pretty quick. So it's like, it's really cool that you've, uh, I think you're taking the right steps, Bryce. I think you, uh, you're doing the right things. Cause how many kiddos do you have again? I have three boys, three boys. Yeah. And they just like getting after it too. Yeah. Yeah. So I think you're doing the right thing, man. And, uh, being able to hand the keys off to what you've done. And I, uh, I look up to you and what you do um, yeah. from afar, you know, that. yeah, it's, it's really cool what you do, man. Um, if people were looking for whether your services, just looking up the shit you do, where can people reach you? Uh, well, we have a website. So um, our real estate side is, is Kephart Estates and Investments, LLC, right? And our construction division is KENI Services. Okay. Um, so anything real estate related would be Kephart Estates and Investments. And anything on the construction side, uh, maintenance, whatever, that would be the yeah. KE&I services. We're awesome. on Facebook. We're on different platforms. We're on TikTok. We're on YouTube. Um, yeah, pretty much. I mean, we're all over. So Sweet, man. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll do some digging and get those, uh, get those links and post them up in the show notes and everything. And we oh, yeah. post it up. I'll, I'll shoot you a text when we post this up. It'll probably come out next week. Okay. So. Yeah, awesome. man. I appreciate Love the it. shit out of your time, dude. Um, yep. I'm sure we'll be talking in the future sometime. So yep. I appreciate it, man. You guys have a good one. And that is it for Next Level Radio. Reach Bryce um, at any of his, uh, you got Facebook, YouTube, anything. And just honestly, if you don't need the services, reach out and see, see what he does. It's pretty cool. And if you're getting into the real estate world, um, ask fucking questions. Ask questions. I mean, this this podcast started because I just asked questions. That's... 
that's all you got to do. Reach out, and uh, I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful day. Peace. Yep.